0: Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. It is Monday, May 30th. If you're in the United States, it's Memorial Day, so you'd probably be listening to this on Tuesday. So I hope everybody had a fun Memorial Day or Memorial Day weekend if you did anything. I know I went to see the Bob's Burgers movies, or not movies, movie, uh, and also went to the zoo and the beach and then watched Double or Nothing on Sunday night. So plenty of fun stuff. But... There was also two big Best of the Super Junior shows uh, this weekend, so this is the review for Night 10, which was on Saturday, and I have not watched Sunday morning's show yet, obviously. Um, Just a busy, busy day on Sunday, so I will be watching that as soon as I finish this podcast, and then we'll be reviewing it and putting it out for the... World to hear. If you're new here, I'm Pat and this is our Best of the Super Juniors coverage for New Japan as a part of the Deep Six Wrestling podcast. Uh we have shows, episodes, whatever you want to call it, for every single night of the tournament so far. If you're listening on YouTube, there is a designated playlist for the best of the super juniors that you can find. Uh with our everything from our preview prediction show to uh well right now if you're listening to this, night nine of the tournament. Or night ten of the tournament, sorry. So plenty of stuff. And if you're on Anchor or Spotify, Apple Stitcher, listening to this as a podcast, all of the reviews are up as well. You just have to look. Uh, We also have a Double or Nothing review show coming eventually, Uh, so that'll be hitting the airwaves. As well as a wonderful half-hour punishment video for Angelo, um, as he is doing a punishment mukbang for one of the shows earlier this year that he lost the prediction challenge for. That got recorded yesterday before Double or Nothing, All I have to do is edit it and upload it, so that will be coming sometime this week to our YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed, be sure to do so. Uh, Very easy, and you can help us grow. We're closing in on 150 subscribers, so if you want to help us reach that benchmark, we would greatly appreciate it. You can also follow us over on Twitter, at Deep6Wrestling, without the G, just Deep6Wrestling, and that'll let you know when we post new episodes of the podcast, or if there's delays, or anything in that realm. So moving forward um i guess we can just jump right in here um won't touch on double or nothing i enjoyed the show quite a bit but we'll talk about that when we get to the double or nothing review i know some people that are listening to this may not be aw fans you may just watch new japan so we're just going to talk about new japan we're going to talk about the best of the super juniors night 10 which kicked off with uh, yoshinobu kanemaru versus francesco akira francesco akira whatever you want to call him um, and yeah, we are, this is the first show out of Korokin after, uh, three shows in a row that took place there. Three really, really fun shows, I should say. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Kanemaru versus Akira kicked off the night. We had a basement drop kick from Kanamaru, uh, which has just been his go-to start for matches as of late since the, uh, since he upset at um, he followed that up with a knee breaker and just continued to you know follow his knee-based attacks that we've been seeing. Akira shoots off one chop, but has his knee kicked out and then gets sent into the ropes before eating another drop kick to the knee. We have a corner drop kick, which is again just focused all on tearing apart Francesco's knee here. Uh, Kanemaru heads to the floor and then wraps Akira's knee around the ring post. Uh, we have a sunset flip from uh, Francesco which gets a two count and then follows up with a rolling double stomp on Kanemaru. The speed fire gets attempted but Kanemaru gets out landing a basement drop kick and then locks in the single leg Boston Crab. Uh, we... Uh, Francesco gets out of this and Kanemaru goes up top for uh, deep impact but it gets blocked as Akira catches him midair with his own drop kick and then follows up with a fireplex and a bridge for a two count fireball gets attempted from francesco but canemar drops down to block it and then goes for several roll-up attempts here for a few near falls uh, but eventually francesco fights out of this and levels him with a kick speedfire lands but gets a two count and then francesco follows us up calling for it and he lands fireball with francesco akira picking up another win uh, this match would send him to six points with canemar sitting at uh, four points and this would mathematically eliminate yoshinobu Kanamaro from winning best of the super juniors um thought it was a solid little match to start here i will say this just you know uh this goes for pretty much the entire night this was definitely not as uh, the environment i think did a lot for this um where these the show just didn't feel nearly as fun as the corrigan shows the corrigan crowds were very lively and with the smaller you know environment uh the claps really elevated at the crowd and anytime they gasped you could hear it um so that definitely helped the corrigan shows But I will say this is definitely, this whole night was a step down, um, just in terms of excitement, I would say. Um, Not to say it was bad by any means, but, you know, just wanted to put that out there. If you're watching the Corican shows or, you know, looking for match highlights, and then you go from Corican to this, it's going to feel different. So just keep that in mind. But still, solid little match. Francesco Akira continues to, um, uh, I would say, improve as we watch him wrestle and impress as well. And Kanemaru, I've said it on nearly every night of the podcast, but... Uh, I, I still find the guy incredibly underrated. After this, we would have Clark Connors taking on the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, which was, uh, which is Taiji Ishimori here. We have mounted corner strikes from Clark to kick this off, and he comes off the top rope with a big double axe handle. Uh, we have Clark putting Ishimori into a gorilla press position, which I feel like I haven't seen him do this tournament, so, um, you know, just really selling his his strength as a wrestler. Uh, but taiji manages to get off and sends clark to the floor um, and then sends him face first in the ring post not once but twice in a row here back in the ring we have a big pounce from clark which sends ishimori flying into the ropes and he follows up with a corner elbow and a corner spear and then a fireman's carry throw for a two count clark calls for his uh his patented spear but ishimori runs him shoulder first in the exposed corner capitalizing with a shoulder breaker after for a two count Mystica gets attempted by Ishimori, but Clark gets out. And then we have a spear attempt from Clark, but Ishimori catches him in a Fujiwara armbar as Clark scrambles to the ropes. This was a fantastic counter from Ishimori. It looked very clean. Uh, a deadlift release German from Connor sends Ishimori across the ring. We have a Clark hits his big spear for two. Trophy kill gets attempted, but Ishimori gets out, uh, but then gets dropped with Clark's power slam. Trophy kill gets blocked again, and then the bone lock gets locked in. Clark fails to get to the ropes, he tries to fight, but he has to tap as Ishimori wins and moves to 10 points, uh, with Clark Connors sitting at 6. Clark Connors continues to have a very good tournament match quality-wise, and I'd say the same for Taiji Ishimori, I think both guys are having really solid tournaments. Uh, I'm really enjoying Clark back in Japan, I think he's just a great talent, um, and I'm, I'm excited to see what the future holds for him, I think he's very promising. Bushi versus Teton. You cannot pay me. You, you 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 simply cannot pay me to be invested in Bushi as a wrestler. <sighs> Kicking off here, Bushi attacks Teton during his entrance, and then proceeds to choke him out with the Mexican flag, uh, and then attacks um, Titan's mask here at ringside. Teton gets sent to the ring, but comes back and uh, dives out, still wearing his jacket. We have an air raid crash from Teton for a two count top rope Bushi continues to go after the mask undoing it and having it come off all the way um, I like it just feels kind of weird for Bushi to randomly do this but sure uh, we have a springboard dropkick from Teton following up with a huge dive over the top rope to the floor a big thrust kick nails Bushi with uh, with Teton dropping Bushi with a neck over his knee we have a chop exchange in the ring but it gets cut off by a big strike combination from Teton um, and a Pele kick from him as well. I really like Teton striking. I think he's a very good striker. Bushi cuts off the offensive run from Teton with a DDT. We have more strikes from Teton, which again look really good, but he ends up getting dropped with an Enzigiri. Spinning overhead, face breaker on the knee from Teton, uh, which I, is a very interesting move. And eventually lands the springboard double stomp and he wins. Keaton moves to four points, though, remember he is mathematically eliminated already, and Bushi manages to sit at six points on the verge of elimination. Yo versus Taguchi. I'm probably biased in this because uh, Taguchi beating Yo here, you know, to put a real damper on my tournament. Taguchi goes for a clothesline, but Yo backflips to dodge. Uh, we have Taguchi doing his own matrix like dodge of his own. Um, Yo gets his leg cut out from beneath him before uh, Yo then drops Taguchi and drop kicks his buns of steel. Yo locks the wrists behind Taguchi um, as he backs up his rear to break free and then drops Yo with a dragon screw targeting his leg. We have a cartwheel hip attack in the corner and a, uh, followed up with a bull, uh, bulldog, which was a, a nice combination from Taguchi. The Bummer, uh, Bummer gets countered with Yo going for a roll-up Taguchi gets free and applies the ankle lock again Taguchi when he wants to be is a very smooth technical wrestler uh, and Yo trans- uh, transitions into his own knee bar here as the two trade submission holds Yo then drops Taguchi with a series of two German suplexes but Taguchi gets out uh, five-star clutch gets attempted from Yo but Taguchi rolls through for his own two count here big near fall Uh, Taguchi then drops the pants, and we trade two count near falls. Yo runs the ropes repeatedly, but Taguchi ends up rolling him up and sits down on Yo, and Taguchi gets the major upset here and wins. Moving to four points, though, again, Taguchi is eliminated, and Yo sits at six points. I'm not 100% sure if this eliminated him from the tournament, but if it didn't, then uh, it's very close. We'll see what happens on night. Again, night 11 has already happened. I haven't looked at the results, but uh, not feeling good with my pick for Yo to win Best of the Super Juniors ace austin versus show uh ace came into this uh in the lead of a block having a very hot tournament uh ace makes his entrance with his uh, this is a, a very good spot here and uh how he has the cane magically appear show catches it in midair and nails ace with it and the two head to the floor show grabs a chair as they brawl and ace gets sent into a concrete wall Ace gets the chair and Show then grabs the best of the Super Juniors trophy and we have a standoff with it, as both men drop the weapons. Show then go to, like dives for the chair, but Ace saves the trophy. Um, as the referee is putting the trophy back, Show then brings the chair down across Ace Austin's back and sends him into a large metal door. As the- Show then drags the referee back into the ring to start the count ace gets back into the ring uh but flips out like backwards through the ropes to quickly like you know quickly trip up show here um as show goes out to the floor and then austin gets back in and nails Sort to glory on the floor this is a very interesting like it wasn't bad it was uh, honestly very impressive from ace it's just like very hard to describe what he did here um with you know trying to mess up show and confuse him uh just like writing it is is very hard to describe you'd have to see it to for me to fully or for you to fully understand what he did here but it was a it was a nice you know um strategy on ace austin's part back in the ring the house of cards lands for ace as he calls for the fold show catches him and sends ace into the ref allowing show to nail a low blow on ace as he grabs the wrench he nails ace on the head with it um kenta sato comes out as a replacement ref with show trying to pin him ace kicks out uh and then the snake bite gets locked in and ace passes out he does not tap so they did make ace look really strong here uh, by not having him tap out but show wins and moves to eight points and ace austin sits at 10 which means following ishimori versus clark connors that ace austin and taiji ishimori are tied at 10 at this point in the tournament uh, as the leaders of the a block Wheeler Yuta versus Master Watto. Um, <clears throat> uh, Wheeler Yuta, obviously the ROH Pure Division champion, and Master Watto, one half of the IWGP tag team champions. Watto kicks things off here with a head scissors takedown and a series of kicks towards the head, following up with a, a series of body kicks to just level Yuda out of the gate. Uh, Wheeler goes high and comes down with an armbar takedown on Watto for a two count that looked really nice. Watto fires up with a big leg lariat off of the ropes to cut off Wheeler's repeated arm targeting. A drop kick from Watto sends Yuda to the floor as Watto goes over the top rope with a nice looking dive. Uh, you know, this tournament has a lot of people with very nice looking um, dives, so if you're into that, plenty of goodness in the best of the Super Juniors. Rosita Mente gets a two count on Wheeler Yuta. Uh, the Tenzin Tombstone Driver gets attempted, but Yuda blocks it and takes out the leg. Cattle Mutilation gets attempted, but Watto gets out pretty quickly and then backslides Wheeler Yuta for a two count. He follows this up by nailing a high-angle German suplex for a two-count, and Master Wado goes high and misses with the RPP as Wheeler rolls out of the way. Pain Thriller lands with a two-count as Yuta goes to work with the repeated elbow strikes that uh, Moxley and Danielson do before pinning Wado with the seatbelt clutch. Uh, I honestly thought this was a pretty solid match here between these two. This wasn't one that on paper I thought was going to be really anything special but I thought the technical side of this match I thought these two meshed really well together um so pretty cool I would recommend going to watch this one not too long um and I I definitely think it's worth the time to to watch this one I think Wado's like second half of the tournament I think has been pretty solid same with Yuta I thought both guys got off to a not so special start but I think in the in the latter stages of this both guys are looking very good uh, this would send us into El Phantasmo versus TJP. Oh, uh, points wise, Wheeler Uta moves to eight points. Master Watto sits at four. Um, I believe this eliminated Watto from the tournament, um, but not a hundred percent sure based on where the points are for um, the tournament. But with, I, I think he's eliminated. And if he's not, it's not like Master Watto's gonna win. El Phantasmo versus TJP. A technical start to the match with TJP looking uh, locking in a clutch pin attempt early for a two count. ELP goes for his own bow and arrow attempt, but TJP immediately flips out as Phantasmo kips up for a nice reaction from the crowd. Uh, it was worth noting that El Phantasmo's, uh, that they stated that El Phantasmo suffered a broken nose in some capacity during his match with Robbie Eagles on Night Nine. We have a cartwheel head scissors from TJP, but Phantasmo locks the legs around TJP as he tries the headstand escape, with Phantasmo spiking his his head down twice onto the mat. This was a very good counter for what is kind of a stupid move. Um, TJP gets sent to the corner, and he holds himself upside down on the top turnbuckle while Phantasmo struts, and uh, then we have uh, Phantasmo getting angered when he sees this, walks towards TJP. Any he head scissors Phantasmo down to the floor. And then we have TJ Perkins here mocking Phantasmo's strut and dances on the apron. Which, what a sight to behold here. Northern Lights suplex from Phantasmo on the floor. Double knee gut buster um, on, uh, from Phantasmo as he sells the leg damage from his match with Eagles. Uh, We have a wrist lock from TJP as he heads up top, but Phantasmo runs up with him to cut him off, like, maintaining wrist control here, and then walks the ropes before getting dropped. Um, TJP follows up with a big drop kick over the ropes. Uh, This looked really good. This was, again, something you don't really see, where somebody, you know, goes, like, grabs the wrist and goes up either for a tornado DDT or, you know, an arm drag or something, but Phantasmo, like, knew what was coming and ran up to try and meet TJP, but then... Got crotched on the on the ropes. Um so pretty cool. Uh Mamba Splash gets attempted, but Phantasmo moves. Tornado DDT from TJP gets a two count. ELP goes for the UFO, but TJP gets out and locks in the octopus stretch. Phantasmo strikes up the band, calling for sudden death, but TJP blocks it and drops him with a springboard forearm of his own. We have the Pinoy stretch locked in, but um Phantasmo gets out as the two exchange a series of roll-ups. Uh, before Phantasmo eventually is able to get in position for the CR2, and it lands, and he moves to 10 points while TJP sits at 6. I thought this was a really good match. I think, again, both guys are having really good tournaments. El is coming off the absolutely sensational match with Robbie Eagles from Night 9, which is 100% a match of the year contender. Um, and TJP, for what it's worth, I think is having a really good tournament of his own. Um, the dude is just so technically sound. <laughs> Whether you like him or not as a person, it's pretty undeniable that TJP is, like, just a super gifted wrestler. Uh, some of the smoothest transitions in the ring, and he has great chemistry, seemingly, with everybody he gets in with. So um, I would definitely recommend checking out Phantasmo versus ELP. Following up L. Phantasmo versus TJP, we would move on to Robbie Eagles versus L. Lindeman. Some more B-block action here. Uh, early on, we had a leapfrog, uh, leapfrog from Eagles, a, followed up by a stomp of his and a drop kick. Uh, an arm drag attempt from Lindemann gets blocked, but he comes back with a, a hard backdrop to Robbie. This looked kind of rough. Um, Lindemann then drops Eagles in the corner with a cutter, uh, something that I don't think we've seen from him in this tournament, which is, you know, nice. I feel like every match Lindemann just, you know, shows off some new moves, uh, or moves that we haven't seen, um, which, you know, is, is pretty exciting, even if it's just like basic moves. Uh, elbow strikes from Lindeman drops Robbie to his knees, and he follows up with a big drop kick to the back of the head. Uh, Robbie flies off the ropes with a fast hurricane Rana to take back control. He lights up Lindeman with a series of kicks and takes him down with a running one off the ropes. Lindeman avoids the double knees uh, with him using his short arm DDT. We have elbow strikes from both in the center of the ring. Uh, Lindeman gets the best of Robbie before getting sent into the ropes as Robbie hits a like a modified six one nine to the back of Lindemann's legs. Eagles then goes for a springboard, and Lindemann uh, catches him with the fireman's carry. Uh, we have an acai DDT from Robbie for a two count. This looked really cool. Um, I'm a big fan of this move. Eagles goes up top for the 450, and Lindemann dodges before sending Robbie into the corner pad with a T-bone suplex. I still don't know the name of this move. Uh, they, they keep saying it, but I, I just don't know what it is. Uh, Lindemann hits his what I'm just describing he a, a, the one-armed over-the-head slam that he does. Uh, We had a German suplex attempt from Lindemann. Robbie gets out and tries for the Ron Miller special. Um, uh, But uh, Lindemann blocks it. Roll-up attempt from Robbie. Roll-up attempt from Lindemann for a big near fall. German suplex gets attempted once again uh, from both men here. But Robbie uh, manages to land the turbo backpack for another two count and then locks in the Ron Miller special and taps out L. Lindemann. As Robbie Eagles moves to eight points. And L. Lindemann also sits at eight points. Um, So... Uh, Robbie ties him off of this match. I thought these two had great chemistry. Um, Eagles, I would say, similar to Watto and uh, Yuda, had not the strongest start to the tournament, but his latter half just feels like it's really picking up with his performances in ring. Um, and El Lindemann, I think, is one of the stars of the tournament. Uh, from from the first night of this to where we're at now, this guy has just been must watch for me. Um, so go out of your way to watch Lindeman matches and I would definitely recommend Eagles versus Lindeman as well our semi-main event uh, a block here with Hiromu Takahashi versus Alex Zane um uh, both I would say Alex Zane definitely one of the stars of the tournament um Hiromu obviously the star of the junior division um but they're doing an injury thing with him so you know makes sense uh, quick start here as both guys look for some big moves right off the bat. Both dodging before they play to the crowd, uh, twirling their own hair. Uh, Zane comes up with a knee strike on the apron and follows up with a flipping leg drop to the back of Hiromu's head. A flip over the top rope onto Hiromu's back and then a shooting star senton for a two count. Zayn, uh, commentary questions if he's going to remain the the happy guy that we've seen in the tournament thus far, or if he will target the injured knee of Hiromu. Um, and they debate it and as they're debating it Alex Zane then begins to work over the knee laying into it with kicks uh, lifting Takahashi and dropping him with an elbow strike to the face Zane goes out to the floor and Hiromu comes off the apron with a big drop kick uh, back in the ring we have a shotgun drop kick from Hiromu which sends Zane flying into the turnbuckle but he gets out of the pin attempt Baha Blast gets attempted but gets countered Zane comes back with his own handspring kick a jumping Rana from Alex Zane, which always seems to get an audible reaction from the crowd just you know, because of how tall this guy is um, and you know how big he is compared to the other guys in this tournament. It sends Hiromu off the top turnbuckle and basically across the ring. He, he went flying off this for a big two-count. Thrust kick from Hiromu with Alex on the apron, and Hiromu follows up with the sunset bomb onto the floor. Taku Driver gets attempted back in the ring, but Hiromu flips out and lands the complete shot to cut off Zane's offense. Hiromu Bomber for a two-count. Thrust kick once again, and he follows up with the victory royale. Time bomb 2 then gets looked for, but Zane drops him with the Baja Blast as a counter. Another thrust kick from Takahashi, which is the third for the match. A pop up knee from Zane, but Hiromu locks in a submission. Zane then lifts Hiromu for the power bomb, but he drops the big man with a. Uh, but Hiromu counters the power bomb into a stunner and locks the submission back in and taps out Alex Zane um and Hiromu moves to eight points and Alex Zane sits at eight eight, so this is a tie as well in this match um I thought these two had a really solid match here more physical than I think I was expecting I think Hiromu's doing a great job for the most part of selling his leg um there were portions of this where it just felt like he was back to normal obviously and just you know sprinting through a bunch of moves and then not really selling it um but for the most part, anytime his like knee is getting targeted or if he's like going for some type of power move and his knee gives out, um, I think he's doing really good. And Alex Dane, again, uh, I, I think this guy has had a fantastic performance this tournament and has really gotten over with the fans. And I think most people are definitely going to want to see him popping up in New Japan again uh, sooner rather than later. Our main event here, one of the big matches of the tournament, El Desperado versus Doki. I really, really wish this happened in Corican. Um I just feel like the atmosphere would have been so much better for this. Uh, this was still a fantastic main event, but just imagining this in front of the crowd that got Robbie Eagles and El Phantasmo, this match would have been elevated so much more. Uh, the two just lay into each other here to kick things off. Despi tells Doki to give me your best, and Doki comes out on top uh, of their first exchange here with a lariat and a neckbreaker before sending Desperado to the floor uh doki works over the ne- uh, the ailing neck of desperado um, and just locks in a series of holds here targeting the neck region uh, we've slaps to the side of the head from doki as desperado comes back to his feet coming to life with elbows uh just straight to the face of doki another neck breaker from doki sends desperado to the floor once more he goes for his tope suicida but desperado kicks him off of the apron uh, coming through the ropes with his own dive before sitting with some fans in the front row there's this rough-looking scoop slam from Desperado on the floor um, that just looks like Doki just takes this very roughly, um, but he gets back in for the 19 count. A dragon screw in the corner from Desperado as he goes to work on the leg with a submission. Enzigiri from Doki misses as Desperado locks in the numero dos for the first time before uh, very briefly before uh, a rope break is secured by Doki. A drop kick off the separate, a second rope from Doki cuts off Desperado's momentum uh, as he tries to will himself back into the life with his, his injured knee here. Uh, we have a whiplash drop kick to the back of the head and a leaping DDT from Doki, which gets a two count. The Doki Chokey gets locked in for the first time, but Desperado makes it to the ropes quickly for a rope break. Um, a really good spot here was uh, Daybreak getting attempted, but Doki um, getting caught here and just gets dropped with Katara Day on Hell for a two count. Doki Choki gets locked in for the second time, and Desperado fails to get to the ropes for, the, uh, for this, um, and Doki brings him back into the center, and they really tease Desperado fading here, but at the last minute, his foot falls on the ropes, and uh, it was a very, very well done rope break. Uh, a Tobe suicida DDT from Doki lands on the floor, he drops Desperado right onto the concrete. This looked nuts uh doki sends desperado back in and manages to land daybreak for a huge near fall doki Choki gets locked in for the third time here but desperado gets out and locks in numero Dose on the center of the ring doki gets one arm free and crawls but desperado drags him back to the center and locks it back in and doki gives up verbally submitting here to desperado as desperado moves to 10 points and doki sits at six this was a fantastic main event the final minutes of this were just wonderful uh, the teasing of desperado fading to doki choki or the italian uh, stretch 82 whatever you want to call it um and then the finish here with numero dos and teasing doki managing to fight out of this um and then having to verbally give up i thought this was great i definitely would like to see this down the line on a a, a bigger stage maybe for the title the next time desperado has it this was just this was fantastic i thought both guys had great chemistry and in front of a better crowd this would have been even better um so uh yeah uh so coming out of this uh, the matches I would definitely recommend uh would be El Desperado versus Doki Hiromi Takahashi versus Alex Zane Robbie Eagles versus El Lindemann Phantasmo versus TJP and I'd say Wheeler Yuta versus Master Watto the rest of this you could probably skip if I'm being perfectly honest in terms of like must watch show versus ace was fun but nothing special in terms of like wrestling wise um if you wanted to add one more to what you should watch i would maybe say clark connors and taiji ishimori um but yeah so that's where we're at so um yeah so coming out of this el desperado and el phantasmo lead b block with 10 points and ace austin and ishimori lead a block with 10 points i think i said that correct if i was uncle if i messed up phantasmo and El Desperado b block with 10 points uh ace and ishimori with 10 in a block so uh yeah so that was night 10 of the best of the super juniors for new japan uh remember if you're listening to this on youtube please leave a like and comment subscribe as we push towards 150 subscribers you can check out our other content as well as we cover AEW and impact on a weekly basis We have our Double or Nothing review coming out soon. We have Angelo's Mukbang Punishment that will be coming out soon. We are about to be in June, so we are going to have coverage for... uh, We're going to have coverage for Slammiversary on June 19th uh, for Impact Wrestling. And I believe the following Sunday is Forbidden Door for AEW New Japan. So we will have coverage for those. And then the rest of the summer, there's Money in the Bank for WWE, SummerSlam for WWE, the G1 for... New Japan, any other big specials that AEW does for TV, uh, the weekly shows for Impact and AEW, and then going into September we have All Out, obviously. So uh, very busy next couple of months here for wrestling fans and specifically for our podcast. So you don't want to miss out. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us over on Twitter at Deep Six Wrestling without the G, and subscribe to the podcast as well. We're streaming on basically every platform that you can find podcasts on: Apple, Stitcher, Overcast, Breaker google anchor anything that you can find podcasts for just look up the deep six wrestling podcast if you're new you can also just go to the episode description we have the links for where we are streaming um and yeah so thanks for listening i appreciate it remember to leave a like and comment if you're on youtube leave a review on spotify or apple to help us continue to grow the podcast and until next time that's it for me uh enjoy the rest of your day